Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to The Television Archive, the show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved media. My name is Thomas Clark, and this is Batman 1966. Today, be discussing season two, episode 37, titled The Zodiac Crimes. In this episode, the Joker and the Penguin team up to launch an epic crime spree revolving around the signs of the Zodiac. Man, this, this episode takes on an entirely different meaning in the modern day. But who cares. This episode's great. I loved it. It is easily the best this show has been in quite some time. It might actually be the best episode of this season so far. That is quite likely. I loved it so much. It's so packed. So much happens. It's insane how much is Stuffed into this one episode. And by the way, this is only a third of the arc. A, this is our first three-parter. And B, this is only the first third. And yet it feels like an entire arc's worth of content is stuffed in here. It's awesome. It's great. I love it. So, let's talk about this Joker-Penguin team-up. Now, we've seen these two together before as part of a larger team-up in Batman the Movie, but we've never really seen them one-on-one. And it is such a phenomenal dynamic. I love watching their two very distinct personalities clash. And I love every second they're on screen together. Like, that's just such... A fantastic team-up, and it is very, very nice to see both of them shine together, rather than just being half of a four-person team-up. Don't get me wrong, I love Batman the movie, but this mano-a-mano type thing, like, it's, it's a bit more endearing, I think, but whatever, that's just personal preference. It's awesome to see these two together. Let's just say that. Uh, so let's get into the events of this episode itself. Uh, you have the opening sequence. Uh, Commissioner Gordon and Chief O'Hara are standing around their new rare art map of Gotham City that shows all the rare art. And they're all proud of themselves like, man, Because of our scientific program and our improved procedures, now we have this map. It's going to solve all our problems. You know what? I'm just not going to get into it. Too much happens in this episode for me to get hung up on that. 
But then, just as they're celebrating their fancy new rare art map, Joker shows up, he's sitting in the window of the commissioner's office, and he's like, You all suck! And then he... He's talking about astrology, he's thinking about astrology, it's great, it's awesome. Uh, he's levitating his staff for some reason. This really doesn't do anything. <laughs> it's just kind of a random party trick. And then he takes the rare art map. And he's like, this is one of 12 crimes I will be committing in this arc. Bye. And then he goes out the window and grabs onto a helicopter ladder and is carried away. Then Commissioner Gordon and Chief O'Hara are like, well, uh, okay. Should probably call Batman and Robin now. So they call on the bat phone. Bruce and Dick are practicing tuba. Or rather, Dick's just practicing tuba, and Bruce is trying not to express his disgust. He's failing, by the way. Bruce very clearly cannot stand Dick's tuba playing. And rightfully so, because Dick is awful. He is the worst. He is horrible at this. I have friends who played tuba in high school and they would just kill themselves if they ever saw this. It's horrific. It really is. Thankfully, Alfred steps in and is like, uh, bat phone. Bruce and Dick go in, answer the bat phone. By the way, Dick still is... It's one of those tubas, it's like a marching tuba that wraps around you. So he's still wearing the tuba. And Bruce is on the bat phone and is like, okay, we'll be right there. And then before springing into action, Robin is trying his best to get the tuba off of him. But... There's a lot of difficulty being had here. <laughs> There's a lot of difficulty being had trying to get this tuba off. He's just like, Ugh! Uh! Dude, why didn't you pick a lighter instrument? Do, like, trumpet or clarinet or flute. Don't do tuba. Tuba's just gonna destroy your soul. Maybe do some percussion. Maybe do some percussion. People who know me know why I'm hung up on this. I am just going to move on. But anyway, he finally gets a tuba off. And then the episode ends. <laughs> With 20 minutes of getting his tuba off. Uh, no, Batman and Robin, spring into action. Dun -dun 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 -dun. Wouldn't that be funny if it was only a three-parter because the first act was just Dick trying to get the tuba off of him? <laughs> I'd watch that. 
Why not? <laughs> Special guest villain, the tuba as the tuba. <laughs> also, the Joker's there, I guess. But anyway, Batman and Robin go towards the commissioner's office. They're there. Batman's like, oh, that floating staff, uh, that was uh, uh, magnetization. It was magnetized, and there were steel girders in the building. So it was easy. It was simple to have the staff float. That's bullshit, but okay. Uh, they're thinking the 12 crime spree that Joker was talking about is probably revolving around the Zodiac. And they're listing all the signs of the Zodiac just so we know. We'll forget these in like two seconds. Uh, Batman finds a spy device in the office. And he's like, ah, spy device. And then the Joker's like, yes, this is a spy device. Also, I can communicate through the spy device for some reason. I feel like this is a unnecessary feature, but it, it works for dramatic tension. Now this will explode. It explodes and it catches flame. On the table, and Batman extinguishes the flame. And then we cut to Joker's hideout, where he's like, Yay! I'm tricking the dynamic duo on stuff. And then a package arrives, it's like over 2,000 bucks. And the henchman, who is unfortunate enough to answer the door, is like, why over 2,000 bucks? And Joker's like, just pay the dude. Come on. Don't be a dick. And then they open the box. And in the box is the penguin. <laughs> I spent all my time in a box entering the city. <laughs> there are no air holes on this box. I really... Really shouldn't be alive right now. <laughs> there really aren't any air holes on the box. I'm amazed that the penguin's not dead. Like, I want the alternate ending to this arc to be Joker opens a box and then he opens it to find Penguin's corpse. It's like, huh. I really should have put an air hole in there. <laughs> That's an idea for a death trap. Uh, ship Batman and Robin to some place and have the package not contain a single air hole. They'll suffocate slowly over time. Yay! But anyway, they're bragging about how their plan is awesome. Uh, cut back to... Batman and Robin in Commissioner Gordon's office. They're thinking of, okay, where could the Joker possibly strike next? Uh, and then Joker calls with a clue. And something, 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 something. Red herring, red herring, red herring. Blah, blah, blah. I don't even remember. I don't care enough to remember what was actually said. But the point is, uh, Joker put in a red herring. And... His next target is related to Gemini, the twins. And there's a singing duo 
in town, literally called the Twins. How convenient. So Batman and Robin go to the place where they're rehearsing. And they're talking to the twins. By the way, Robin is dancing to the music. Very inappropriate for the moment. It's really ridiculous. But then they talk to the twins about a criminal threat against them. And then the penguin shows up and is like, I'm here too. And then the twins use knockout gas. Because they're not real. They're entirely fake. They were entirely made up. And they're Joker's henchmen in disguise. Great job, idiots. So they're hit with knockout gas. Penguin gets away. Batman and Robin chase after him. Well, okay, it's not knockout gas. But it's gas of some kind. I'm an idiot with my terminology. Point is... Batman and Robin chase the penguin, but the penguin gets away. It's a whole thing involving, like, one of those bucket trucks. Bucket? One of those types of trucks where the bucket lifts up. I don't know what they're called. But then, like, the penguin grabs onto some clothesline. And then the truck keeps going. That's his grand escape. Okay. <laughs> and meanwhile, across town, Joker and the Femme Fatale episode are stealing the real twins. Twin diamonds. How did no one ever think of that at any point? Ugh. Yeah, sure. It has to be this singing duo who we've never heard of before today. Instead of the really expensive diamonds. Clearly. That makes total sense. But anyway. Joker's causing chaos at the jewel shop. He gets away with the diamonds. So Batman and Robin are back at square run. At square run? At square one. And... They also know that Penguin is there too, so now it's even more of an oh shit moment. So, they're in the Batcave, they're examining one of the twins' wigs that they left behind. They analyze the thing, and it's apparently 98% human hair, and 2% silk. The finest silk. So, this can only mean... That the wig came from Harry's hair lair. That's where they're holed up. So Batman and Robin go to Harry's hair lair. They run into the femme fatale of the episode who's like, I can't tell you where Joker is because I'm too loyal. I'm a woman. Oh. And Batman and Robin are like, look, asshole. Tell us where they are. And then Penguin calls and Batman poses as one of the Joker's henchmen. And Penguin's like, tell the Joker everything's set. I want a 50-50 split. Wah, wah, wah. 
So, Batman now knows that they're about to plan a thing. And Batman and Robin turn back to the femme fatale and are like, Look, bitch, just tell us where they're going. And she's like, Okay. But only because there's no other way for the plot to progress. So she takes them to the performance of some opera singer. Uh, she doesn't know what they're going to do, but she knows they're going to do it here. Then Joker comes on stage and is like, Hey, opera singer dude, come with me. And Penguin's there also, going like, wah, wah, wah. And all their henchmen are there, so then the fight breaks out. Around the opera singer, who is still giving his performance, not batting an eyelash. Not even, like, just thinking about it for a second. He's just going. You gotta kind of respect his professionalism, actually. Like, if, if two superheroes and two supervillains got into a fight right next to me while I was recording this podcast, I would not be able to sit down and continue to record the podcast. I'd just turn and be like, Hey, what's going on over there? That's really weird. Oh, they're... They're fighting. That's super cool. Oh, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna watch. I'm just gonna watch and stare in amazement. There's no possible way I can continue. Wow. But this dude, no, he just keeps going. He just keeps trucking along with his performance. He's like, no, no, I'm prepared for this. It's my entire livelihood. I'm gonna keep going, damn it. I'm gonna earn that paycheck. But anyway, a fight goes on around him. Boom, bam, pow, zam at one point. All the words. All the words in existence. And then uh, Joker kidnaps the opera singer. And this is when he stops singing and is like, Help, help! Help, help, it's happening! The attack is on! (laughs) Help, help, it's happening! I'm being kidnapped by the Joker! Help, help! (laughs) (laughs) so anyway the opera singer's kidnapped uh and joker gets away but as penguin's getting away batman and robin are able to capture him so one down win question mark but it's not over yet there's still more Oh my god, so much is packed into this episode. It's great. It's awesome. I love it. So, Batman and Robin are like, okay. So, here's an art piece that falls exactly in line with one of the symbols of the Zodiac. Clearly, this is what his next target is. How they jumped to that conclusion, I have no idea. But, they did. So they're going to set a trap for Joker at this art gallery. Where he's definitely going to strike. They're there. They're waiting for the Joker. Joker shows up. With one of his henchmen. And they're like, hey, the odds are perfect. Two to two. And Joker's like, no, all these statues, they're my henchmen in disguise. And they all stop being statues and just come to life. And then there's... Another big fight within 
five minutes of the first one. Not even within five, within like two minutes of the first one. This episode's great! It's awesome! I love it so much! But anyway, big fight, boom, bam, pow, all the words once again. And then Batman and Robin win, only Joker's left, but then Joker's like, Hey, the Femme Fatality episode is now back on my side, and she's that statue. And then she comes to life, and it's like, I'm sorry, Batman and Robin. And then hits them with knockout dust, not knockout gas. Changing it up, Joker's changing it up. It's, it's trying something new. I respect that. I, I really, genuinely respect that. Good for you, man. Good for you. And then we get the cliffhanger of this episode. Uh, Joker has Batman and Robin tied down underneath a gigantic meteorite. And he's got like a thermite thing in Saturn. This is like a solar system display, by the way. He's got a thermite thing stuck within Saturn. It's burning. And he's going to start the display going round and round and round. And then when Saturn rotates all the way around. Because I guess they could not have started it closer at all. That's just completely out of the question. When it burns through the rope. The meteorite will crush up. Will just crush Batman and Robin. They'll be utterly decimated jesus christ that is brutal and then the femme fatality is like oh no i shouldn't have turned again oh this is terrible and then they leave and batman and robin are left to their fate and that's where the episode ends tune in next time same bat time same bat channel Oh my god, I love this episode so much. I love it so much. It's so great. So much happens, and it's awesome. This is the greatest thing ever. And there's two more parts. Not a two-parter. It's a three-parter. Oh my god, this is going to be awesome. It's going to be so freaking good. I cannot wait. This is going to be the greatest week ever. Yes. It's back back on top i'm back to loving batman again back to loving this show it is the greatest feeling in the world uh if you like this favorite the podcast anchor.fm slash tv archives so that you can be here every single monday through friday as i go through every single episode of this and other shows and you can also find it on pretty much whatever podcaster app you prefer feel free to call in as well, it's as simple as just a push of a button on the Anchor app. I will play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark, pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Tomorrow we will be discussing Season 2, Episode 38. Talk to you then.